Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, it's a rainy, thunderstormy day, so you might be hearing some grumbling in the background. And I have to say that I love these days. I know a lot of people are not fond of the rain, but I love it. I think that there's something awesome about the fact that if I don't have to go out in it, which I'm not going to go out today... Um, I have some work to do preparing for my Radio Maria show with Christine Watkins tonight, and I've got some other things. I've got um, an article to write for Catholic Stand. So I love days like this because it feels like I am more focused. I can just grab my prayer blanket, you know, light a candle, grab some coffee. You can grab tea if you're a fan of that, but it just seems like it's something, I don't know, cozy about focusing on, I don't know, writing. I, I wrote, I love to write my book on rainy, cold days. I'm not a big fan of writing when it's beautiful outside. I, I kind of feel like I should be out in it. So anyway, that's sort of what the day is starting off. And some people can be depressed in these days. Some people can be let down by the rain and the and the thunder. And I get that. Um, For me, I just love these days. I could not be in a place where it was sunny all the time. I mean, like Arizona, I know there's some people that live there. I would miss the rain. I know they have their monsoon season, but they don't even watch the weather there. And that was so crazy. I was working there for many, many months, um, rolling out a system back in corporate America. And I was like, you don't even need to look at the weather here, you just get up, the sun shining, you know, there's barely any clouds in the sky. <laughs> and I know some people need that. Uh, I'm just not one of them. I'm a definite four season person. All right, enough time wasted on my on my seasonal preferences here. But the readings today rang so true to me. So the first was Acts chapter 1, verse 15 through 17, 20 through 26, and this is in the usccb.org reading. And it was when, you know, Peter was talking to, I don't know, there were maybe 120 people in the place, these um, followers of Jesus, and some of them have been following Jesus, just like Peter from the very beginning. And they were trying to replace Judas, um, that another may take his place as in the office, right? Take his office. So they prayed to God and they said, Lord, you know the hearts of all. Show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this apostolic ministry from which Judas turned away to go to his own place. And you have to think about it. Judas 
was a follower of Jesus. He was an apostle, but deep in his heart, he did not love God. He did not accept and let go of what his thoughts and ideas of what the Lord should be. He was also a thief. He didn't, he didn't live the way that Jesus commanded everyone to live. And he didn't love him enough to change his life and to, to be another Jesus. So Judas turned away from God, even though he was quote unquote, a follower, right? And then when you get to the gospel, oh, it's so beautiful. Gospel, John chapter 15, nine through 17. Jesus said to his disciples, as the father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. Wow, this is one of my favorite gospels because it is just showing that God is loving us right now. He didn't say, love me as I loved you. He's saying, love one another as I love you. I presently love you. I've loved you in the past and I will love you in the future. No matter what you do, I love you. And oh, by the way, you got to go love other people like this because that is what I command you. I am here as love. God is love and a love that we can't possibly wrap our minds around. But in order for us to love our neighbors as ourselves and to love one another, we must love God. We must love Jesus and everything that he did for us. We must change our lives depending on God's grace to shower down on us and transform us, opening our hearts, loving him, not being slaves not just wanting to change our lives because we don't want to be punished. And we're told that we're supposed to live this way because it's the Ten Commandments and those are the rules of the church and I'm supposed to obey. That's a slave-like mentality. But God wants us to be close, loving friends with him and to want to change and to ask for his help in our lives to change and to love other people as friends. Yes, he's the almighty God. We should never forget that. But he's our best friend. 
We should pour our hearts out to him. We should love him. We should trust him. Nobody wants the best for you like God. There is no person that can give you that restful heart, that peace, that joy. Hello, he says it right in here. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. Praise God, I know what this means because I have received this joy from God. It's given. It's a gift. And it's awesome. And it's, I, I, I'm so grateful that he gave me this gift of joy because that is what I feel I just need to get out to the world. Life is wonderful with God. Life is so joy-filled, even in the moments when you don't really have it going on. Let me just explain one thing. I woke up this morning. Yeah, I was tired. You know, the rainy days kind of make it more like you want to take a nap. And my husband's home. So is my stepson. We're all kind of in quarantine waiting for the results of the COVID test Friday or Saturday. I'll keep you updated as soon as I know. And I, you know, my husband was up earlier than me and I went downstairs and just kind of like, uh, but then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not outside in this rain. I have this home over my head, my husband's here, everyone's safe, nobody has to go in the car and, you know, drive in this stuff. Like, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. And I started just going through this litany of I'm so grateful as I'm pouring my coffee, pouring my cream in there, and I'm thinking, my gosh, you, Lord, are so wonderful. I am so in awe of you. I love you so much. You've done so much for me. So then I came back up, you know, and I I, <laughs> I scheduled my stuff yesterday. Um, if you listen to my podcast yesterday, God told me you need a schedule. And so I have committed to God that I will kick the schedule into place Monday, praying that, you know, everything goes back to normal. My husband and stepson are able to go back to work. Nobody's got COVID, but regardless, even if that doesn't happen and life is still a little bit crazy, I'm going to implement the the schedule on Monday because we have a couple of things, not that you need to know, but there's a couple of things going on this for the next few days that aren't going to be normal for us. There's going to be a lot of like moving around and and stuff. Um, Anyway, I digress and I probably won't be going to the grocery store until later on in the weekend to get the groceries for my program that I'm doing as well. So anyway, bottom line, yes, I put the schedule together and yes, I am going to do it. But I even woke up feeling like fat, like lethargically fat. I mean, I had, I had just a normal meal last night, but I decided to have a small bowl of ice cream and I'm telling you, sugar is not my friend. I I eat keto for a reason because sugar is truly poison to me and my body just like every fat cell in my body just expands beyond and I just woke up feeling bloated and disgusting honestly so I'm fat just literally fat not like hey I'm fat according to the world I don't want anyone to see me but I, I mean I could like just touching my skin was weird it was kind of tender I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about when you put on some weight and you know, someone like slaps you on the arm and it hurts because your fat cells are like over bloated. <laughs> you know, you got no muscle. It's just fat. Anyway, I digress. Um, so I just want to say that I I have been thinking about doing 
this whole schedule and everything for my love of him to to work out even though I hate it, but doing it for my love of him. I'm sure he wasn't real happy hanging on the cross or being beaten to a bloody pulp, but he did it for the love of us. And he would have taken on more beating and more pain to save more souls. So I'm going to make everything matter for my love of him, for the fact that he has given me this grace of faith, that he has given me this beautiful ministry and all of these transformations that I can get out and share with the world of his glory in my life. And honestly, he chose me just like he chose you. And if you're listening to this and you don't really know what I'm talking about, you don't have, you're not sure you have faith, well, you're something's going on if you're listening to this podcast. I'm telling you, God is working in you and all you have to do is continue to ask him in. Lord, show me the truth. If it's you, Jesus, show me it. If it's this Catholic church, show me it. Lead me to it. Help me. Guide me. Because I want the fullness of this life with you. And that's the sacraments and the beautiful Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation. I went to confession yesterday. It was glorious. I sat in the, the church. Even though we don't have mass, I was able to sit in front of Jesus for an hour. And when that, you know, come find your rest in me, you know, I will give you rest. Oh my gosh. I was just sitting there in such peace. I didn't read. I didn't pray the rosary. I just sat there. And every now and then I would just be like, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then I left and it was for an hour and I came home feeling so wonderful. I mean, the consolation and the beauty and the peace that I had and the, and the, the gratitude from, for the faith that he's given me because he chose us. We didn't choose him. I wasn't looking for God. But now it's go bear fruit that will last, right? Go be me. Love me. It's all about love. It's all about our heart. He is saying that if you love me, you'll do what I'm telling you to do. And so let's remind ourselves, uh, do we really love God? Do we love him enough to change our lives? Ooh, it's starting to rain now. Do we love him enough to have those sacrifices mean something? So when we don't want to make that dinner, we don't want to be loving, we don't want to accept what is happening in our lives, that we give it to God and we say, for my love of you, I am offering this as a sacrifice, just like you sacrificed for me, Jesus, and go save a soul or help my husband come back to the faith, help my wife deal with this job loss, help my family, you know, with these financial issues or help that person who's sick. You can ask for specific graces for people, or you can just offer it up to him and say, Lord, go do what you need to do or offer it up to him and Mary and say, go save souls. All right. That's what it's all about. Love and bearing fruit by being that love and not being slaves, not just following rules, but doing it because we love God so much. Alrighty, everyone, go be the light, go be love, go be joy, go be Jesus. Have a blessed and inspired day.